we are creating a platform for those who are curious. One that tells the story from the artist's perspective. Moments in time captured from the innovators who are reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is The Working Artist Project. Today, my guest is Miss Deborah Cartwright. Welcome to The Working Artist Project. Hi, happy to be here. Oh, man. World-renowned artist. No, not world. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I want to start things out. I, I want to I know what about your story. Like, where did you start and how did you get here? Um, wow, that's all. That's getting right into it. Okay. Well, I've painted since I was a little, little kid. I can't remember. Someone asked me my first painting a while ago. Definitely can't remember. But I feel like all kids paint and draw, so you can't really, uh, you know, go by that. Um, went to University of Virginia. I wanted to become a lawyer because oh. I was and still am into social issues and mm. history, and it's become trendy now, but um, wasn't right. so much back then. Um, but that's what I wanted to do was crusade for the rights for people. For the people. For the people. So I, I went to UVA and switched my major five times until I ended up... Five times? Yeah, until I st stopped fighting it. How long were you there? I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, my dad said there's no choice. You have to graduate in four years. Oh. You have no choice um, if I'm going to help you at all. So, right, right. yeah, I got it together, finally. Uh, majored in art history. Oh, cool. Still thinking I was going to go to law school. Okay. But I didn't know what to do. And I had this friend, Paula, who I worked on the magazine with. And she said, you are obsessed with magazine layout. That's Wait, like which all magazine? you do. It's a school magazine? It was a or? school magazine okay. called Pride that was very small. She made me the art director. I knew nothing about Photoshop. I taught myself everything. Mm -hmm. And I made these awful designs. But like they look... <laughs> I knew nothing about design, um, but I was obsessed with it. I was absolutely obsessed. And she's like, you got to go to school for this. So I was like, you're right. I do want to work in magazines. Applied and went to Parsons School of Design. Okay. And then like a year and a half into it, I got a job at Essence magazine. Oh shit. Yeah. So, which was here my- Here in New York City? Or? Yeah. Here oh, in New okay. York City, which was my dream. As for my illustration, I guess that started two years ago when I was coming home and at the same time transitioning to natural hair and also wanting to learn fashion illustration. Looking at the fashion illustrations, I was really upset that it was all white people. Right. Right. So I came home, practiced fashion illustration, but put an afro on top of their heads because that's what... I was trying to I was trying to train myself into seeing my natural hair as beautiful and fashion forward. Yeah. And also learn fashion illustration at the same time. And what I did was I tried to start a log for myself that I was doing a fashion illustration every single day and I okay. put it on Instagram. Oh, that's to dope. keep a log for myself. Not and then people Yeah, and then people just came from nowhere. Oh, and we're wow. like, oh, wow, this is cool. Da, 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 sharing, sharing, sharing. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. I'm like, just so I can keep a log that I'm doing this every day yeah. is why I put it on Instagram. So you were just doing it for your own I was doing it for my own like, benefit. It's right. like, I was like, oh, cool. 
Instagram can be like a gallery. Right. Where I can keep everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm on it anyway. So it's just easily for me to look back and see what I did every day. Right. So that was the, that was the goal. And then um, it just kind of, I don't know. So I want to, I'm curious, like I'm very intrigued by your art. Yeah. Right? So like, how did you come to that? that process in your um, development like what, what made you choose to, to you know well i paint for myself oh so it was selfish it was selfish it's still selfish i'm really happy that people love it and they connect with it and i'm obviously that's great but mm-hmm. I, I still draw for myself right. and to get out and i i guess i i have said that i draw to help our self-confidence in a whole, I, I connect the most with black women. I feel like we've been through so much, still go through so much with, you know, media images saying how you're supposed to look, how you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, with the tropes we've dealt with historically, being the strong black woman, being the mammy, all these things that I don't feel like I am. And I don't feel like the black women I know are. Right. So I wanted to create images that I'd like to see out there. So I dig that. of, of, and that's where it starts of of me and and i'm happy other people connect with that plight of like not feeling connected to what our stereotype is right so are you like how do you uh decide to like depict the women like are you going throughout the city like checking it out like oh that woman's holding her baby that's dope and like sketching or no 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 how does that work well also with the whole baby thing okay um I've only done a few ones with children. A lot of people want me to do breastfeeding and pregnancy and all of that, but I didn't want to do black women It's in relation to someone else. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make us a central character. So when I do things with a couple or I do things with a baby or it's all centralized on the black woman, not her as this mother type, which I feel like we've been throughout history. I want us to be our own singular person with our own stories and our own depth. Um, How do I do that? I have pages of magazine clippings and I Pinterest like crazy and I get inspiration from fashion. Yeah. um, Magazines and poses and, and, the new collections and things like that. And then I, I put black people in them. And you just make it work. And I just put black people in them. And I'm just like, all right, now it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope, man. That's dope. So I also noticed that, that you uh, you have some social commentary in some of your work, you know. Oh, like yeah. You got the one picture with the, the, the it's a woman hugging her son. Shoot, it says, right. don't shoot. Yeah. Yes. So that one, that one to me is very powerful because it's like a strong black woman in this little helpless child yeah and you know we all as a people feel that you know what i mean especially with tamir rice and all these other kids and that's i i I did that one um during a protest in harlem and i her facial expression in that one as all of my facial expressions of my black women weren't meant to be strong Mm -hmm. it was more meant to be scared and vulnerable and because i feel like that's what we've had to be for so long and that's been our our trope but we feel and we're vulnerable and we're we have deeper feelings than being this backbone of a community we are i don't know we have this autonomy to us where 
we it's hard it's it's hard to put it in words i've also been watching underground which is totally like messing up my head right now and okay. what black women have been through have you watched it no I don't, I don't okay know sorry about sorry but the, the, the oh, black I, women are going through so much and they're so strong in that mm-hmm. but they're also scared and they're they're frustrated and i want to show that we we have sometimes we feel helpless mm-hmm. sometimes we feel like the quote-unquote damsel in distress like we grew up with all these um it's like a juxtaposition for black women really because you're supposed to be this strong pillar of a community but we've also grown up with the princess stereotype where we want to you know be taken care of we want to be seen as feminine we want to be the ball the bell of the ball and so to those are just two different levels that that people don't usually see us as that part Mm -hmm. we don't they don't see us as the the fragile feminine, da da da. So I kind of go to the extremes in mine. Um, I've had so many people tell me, like, my daughter didn't see black princesses, and so I show her your drawings, and she's just, yeah. she's just loving it because right. it makes her feel pretty. Um, but yeah, I'm my work is kind of to fight the trope of the strong black woman. Yes, it's good to be strong, but you know we also have to be recognized as human. But don't you think that you, you mentioned that, uh, that you want to be looked at as like feminine? Mm-hmm. But don't you think that black women are overly sexualized and, and like looked in like that? I was just having this conversation the other day that sexual sexuality or the sexualization of black women um, needs to be kind of taken over by us again and mm-hmm. be like coming from us rather than fed to us. I think okay. it's great to be. Um, a sexual being we're all sexual beings but you know it ha- it, there's then that goes back to like feminist principles and things about how you can be um it's like the male gaze like not like owning it's like re-owning your sexuality like okay. these are deep questions you're asking me so i'm trying to get into <laughs> it we, we could we need to re-own that sexuality and that's why i don't do okay so here's a there's so many things going on in my head right now so I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine that there are poses for the male gaze that that women do. And there are poses for the female gaze that women do. Poses that are for the male gaze that are seen sexy and for the female gaze that are seen sexy. Okay. And they do that in um, fashion, in like photography, different poses and things like that where... And they could be wearing the same thing, but one's going to appeal to men and one's going to appeal to women. There's a whole psychology going on. There's a whole psychology going on. Wow, okay. So I try to make sexy images that appeal to our sexuality as opposed to the male sex. And I know I'm doing that right because 90% of my followers are women. Gotcha. And I have women in underwear. I have women laid across... You know, the bed with just like a sheet over them. I have women like in what scantily clad with their breasts out, all of this. But mm-hmm. the poses that I use and the way that her, and her facial expression is not like a come hither. It's more of a sexuality within yourself. Hmm. Sensuality is what right. I, try, I try to go for. Right. So yeah. you don't care about the black man's opinion. <laughs> is, that what, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Because I've also noticed um, you 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 don't paint many black men. Well, uh, there's a few reasons for that. Okay. 
one um like my illustration agent has said before like most people specialize in one or the other men or women if you try to paint men they're gonna look kind of feminine if you if you're a man that paints or if you're a painter that posts paints mostly men your men are gonna or your women are gonna look masculine masculine, so it's um it's where your strengths are really but another reason i don't paint men is because i'm interested in telling my story okay and i feel like we all should be able to tell our own stories and i like to i have a lot of male artists friends Mm -hmm. and they tell their story very well and i let them (laughs) i let them do that and i support that and i listen to them so i think um that's a disconnect between the sexes that we should listen to each other and respect where each other are coming from Mm -hmm. um and yeah not try to tell each other's stories right so what advice would you give to uh you know some young people checking this out and they want to follow in your footsteps paint every single day multiple times a day if you have a full-time job get up an hour earlier and paint wow that's what i did first thing in the morning you paint first thing in the morning i'm painting going to work painting your hair (laughs) (laughs) i was no it was i i thank god at um i had an amazing boss and like as soon as the work day was over i would paint i would just sit there and at work yeah as, as soon as I finish my work, I'll finish my work. It would be after the clock. And I'd be like, all right, let me get this in because I want to go to the gym. But I want to get a painting real quick. And the thing with watercolors is you can take them everywhere. Right. So you can paint anywhere. I wish I could do it with drums. Get a day job. And be like, I know. Oh, and be fine. like, all right, work day's done. Right. Just tick it, tick it, tick it. Right, right, right. No, she was, oh, man, she was totally supportive. And, like, she's like... She's like, I'm just going to watch. And this is the beginning, beginning. And she was like, I'm just going to watch you blow up. You're going to do so well. And I'm yeah. like, thank you. You're yeah. so sweet. And That's for amazing. believing in me. Um, but yeah, just trudge at it. And and let go a little bit. Like, also, okay. contact people you want to work with. There you go. Several, several times. Because... Be that squeaky wheel. Um, be that squeaky wheel. Because yeah. you know with dealing with me, I, it's not like I'm not trying to answer. I just am like, oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's, it's just like you, you got to be persistent. Be right. so persistent, especially when you know you're the person's going to want to work with you. Yeah. They just don't know it yet. Right. They don't know it. So you got to tell them. You got to be like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how, honest, that's how I got the, the ebony spread. Oh. Is I emailed ebony. Yeah. And I was like. Hey guys, uh, you align with what I'm trying to do? And I got, you know, I paint and I would love to work with you. Yeah. And it was like, great. And they were like, we'll hit you up later. And I'm like, cool. A couple months later, they're like, hey, we have a job. And, and I sent that to like three different people and only one person responded. Oh, right. thanks. You know, like you just got to, you really, I got a spreadsheet of people I've contacted. Mm-hmm. That's my only organization. Spreadsheet of people I've contacted. And when I've contacted them. Wow. And yeah, you just got to fight. It's a hustle because ultimately you're your own business. You are your own and business. And that's one of the, the one of the things that I admire about you. Because at least, I don't, you know, we just met. But online, you seem like you got the business portion of your life together. Oh. At least your website is together. I'm so... You're I'm selling s- paintings for thousands of dollars. Well... You're doing McDonald's. You suing AKAs. That looks better than it, than it really is, right? Uh, 
I mean, I'm lucky because my dad's an accountant. Okay. So I, you know, I don't have to pay those fees, thank God. Mm-hmm. But th- those are important. Any illustrators out there, get an accountant because you can write off like everything. Um, and it'll be worth the money you spend on them. And then even though you're like, you don't spend any money on them. True. I don't. You were um, just born into the rest I was just, of the <laughs> I was just like, ah. Um, but after going to, I went to an illustration business class at VCU. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they said like, that's key. Um, you need a lawyer that's key and it would you know help to have a little sister who has a degree in economics so and that's what i have and i send her absolutely every business deal that i have i just had it on my facebook the other day about how i needed her to go over a contract before i sent it back she wasn't picking up she's my little sister so i call my mom and i'm like mom i need you to get lily on the phone yeah because she has to review my contract. And she's like, Lord, things haven't changed you a little. Let me call you sister. You know, like, <laughs> it was so funny. Um, but she's my business manager. I just have, oh. I'm very lucky. I have, I have business people all around me. My family right. runs a business, their oh. own business. Oh, cool. So that's what I grew up with. So that's why your vibe comes off like that. Because they, they, <laughs> they helped you. They taught you that. They you did. I mean? I, every time I complained about a boss doing this, boss doing this, my dad's like... Okay, that's what you get with a boss. So when when you gonna be the boss, right? Exactly. You know, and I was sitting there like, mm, you're right. Yeah. So when I jump, they've also been extremely supportive. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, you gotta jump if you, you know. You have to jump. That's the only option. That's the only option. Jump or sit down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a very important question to me. This is about me, not about you. Okay. Like, what have you learned? about life and yourself since moving to New York City? Oh, my God. Give me, a, I want all the juicy details. Don't leave nothing. What, <laughs> I have my family watching them. <laughs> what have I learned about myself? I've learned to be less reactionary mm-hmm. because New York City will test you. Like... Things will not go your way and you will be let go from jobs and you will not, you will be like, I'm, I'm here to live a dream, um, to be, to be more patient Mm -hmm. and just to, to let things fall where they'll be kind of let go of your plan a little bit yeah, and just, um, realize why you came here i realize when i'm when i'm traveling whenever i travel i can't wait to get back to new york city because the drive is here the drive isn't anywhere else right the drive to succeed as a creative Mm -hmm. isn't anywhere else Mm -hmm. um yes there are places that give you that influence your work and are huge inspirations but you just kind of want to soak it in but when you get back here you're like all right i gotta do do this 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 um, so yeah, it just gives you, there's the drive that's here, but you have to balance that with patience and letting go. It's weird. It's a weird balance. And I, I think I've learned to be more of a balanced person okay. by living here. Yeah. So, um, I wish I would say I'm a more organized person, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's genetic. I really do. Yeah, dad. 
I think that's genetic. It's um, his fault. It is his fault. <laughs> he gave me a lot of things, but that is not it. Um, but yeah, I, God, definitely a lot of patience. But I'm so happy to live here because when you're going somewhere else, um, like I said, it's inspirational. I'm talking about like New Orleans or like LA. I moved like, here from New Orleans. Did you really? Yeah. And I love it. There's so much inspiration there. I absolutely love it. But when you get back here, as soon as you get off plane, hey, man, come see my show. Hey, man, come see right, this. Right. Hey, man, come, come to this. Come to this. And you get to these shows and you're like, dang, I got to do something. Like, <laughs> I yeah, got Because everyone else is great. Everyone else is great. And everybody else is on their ish. Like, they are on it. So you just, you're like, all right, I got to put together my show. He can get a show, which is great. I can get a show. So, um, yeah, I okay. love it here. I want to plug you. Okay. If people want to come see you yeah. or see your work online yeah. or at a gallery, where, where can we do that? Oh, not a gallery yet. If you have a link, we can we can do one of those and I'll put it. Good. It's Deborah Cartwright. Deborah Cartwright. Dot com. Dot com. D-E-B-R-A. Straight up here. Bam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's up there. He's going to. It's floating. It's Graphic flo- design. It's what right. I degree in. Um... <laughs> And then I'm the same on Instagram, Deborah Cartwright. Okay. And then Deborah Cartwright Art on Facebook. On Somebody Facebook. stole Deborah Cartwright, so there's an art at the end. Okay. Um, and I'll keep you updated. Like, I blog and stuff. If you want to see my artwork, hopefully I'll have a show. But right now I'm focusing on trying to have a, a fancy, dancy paint and brunch thing. Oh. So that's my next thing since painting and drinking is in now and okay. i want to like smooth with my followers and have a good time you know that's great i have some really dope people. so they should check your facebook page for updates for that oh yeah for sure dope. i'm just finding a venue but that'll be in october for sure okay. um but yeah i just i just want to smooth and have a little fun so i want to know what challenges you have to overcome in order to get to your ultimate goal <laughs> and what is your ultimate goal what is my ultimate goal that changes like every week. Well, what is it today? <laughs> um, I like want to. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about, and that's why I like like Kanye West so much. Oh my god, this interview is over. I know. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> a lot of people don't. But I like I like him only because he like. No, there's a lot of reasons. I'm not even gonna front. But I like him because he isn't trying to be bound by one creative form okay and like yeah that's the reason why i say it now and i i I would like to expand one day into like more like fashion or homeware Mm -hmm. or some stuff like that and just to have my work be in people's lives as like a lifestyle kind of thing yeah um that's that's an ultimate goal of mine okay um probably the main ultimate goal Right, right now I'm just dealing with like little goals, like, <laughs> which is like to have another show and right, to right, right. Uh, finish this calendar I have coming out. Now, no, now that I put that out there, it's definitely gonna have to come out, huh? Yeah. When's your calendar coming out? Right. I don't. Come on. Set it's a date. so much work. Just set a date right now. Facebook Live is listening. My YouTube audience. October first. With this year. Mm-hmm. All right. 
October 1st. Mm-hmm. Deborah Cartwright. Mm-hmm. Cam- now I really got to get on it. Where can we get it? Amazon? You're mm-hmm. just going to get it printed on Amazon? No, I have order? my shop on my, oh, on my oh, page. You have a shop on your page? I have a shop on my you page. Didn't, this is, <laughs> yo, go to, this, go to DebraCartwright.com. Slash shop. Slash shop. I got some phone you cases. I'm going to put it right here. I would show you the phone case, but there's the, it's yeah. in the thing. Phone cases. What else? Um, prints. Prints. That's about it right now. Okay. She might have some draws on there sooner or later, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on there and buy something. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty anal about like how I present my work. I package each one, each one myself and I write a little note. And like, as if I ever get bigger, like I'm going to have to give up that. And I don't want to. I like having that connection between each of my followers. Like if I meet somebody out and they're like, I just bought a print. I want to be like, what's your name? They're like, Tamara. Tamara, I just wrote you a note that I really liked, you know, wherever you're from. Like, I just, right. I, I was just in New Orleans and you had me ship it to New Orleans. And I wanted to tell you how much I love New Orleans. And thank you so much for buying this print. That's perfect. Yeah. So I like writing those little notes. And, and, and I really appreciate everybody buying my What's stuff. What's secret to success, you know? Um, if you know it, let me know. Um, Come on now. <laughs> I just, honestly, I just work every single day when I'm discouraged and I'm like, God, I don't have a project on the horizon. I got to pay rent next month. I got to live this lifestyle that I'm living, which isn't that glamorous. But I just need to afford my coffees every day, you know. Um, I sit down and paint, which is kind of nice that I have that. It's just like my secret to success is always go back to your passion, and that will lead you where you're supposed to go. Yeah.